Hey, what's up? You're listening to me, Jack, here on the Punk Rock Demonstration at the Chain Reaction with the band Living With Lions. What's your name and what do you do? I am Landon, and I play guitar for this band, Living With Lions. I'm Shane, and I play bass. My name's Lauren Legay, I play drums. And you guys don't have a vocalist or anything like that? We do have a vocalist. He's out looking for uh, yeah, pregame snacks. Yeah. There's, there's looking for liquor there. stores. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> where are you guys from? We're from Vancouver, Canada. This is where we uh, where we all live. We grew up. Uh, three of us grew up. Myself and Shane and Lauren grew up in province to the east of it, Alberta. And we grew up there and moved to Vancouver a few years ago. And all moved into the same house together. Matt and Chase are from from the island, Vancouver Island, just off of uh, Vancouver there. And yeah, we just all moved into the same house together and started playing together. We had a jam space and had our instruments, so that's about it. So is this how you came up with the name Living With Lions? It was off a South Park episode. Matt saw it high one night and he decided he liked the idea of people living with lions. So he was just like, that's a cool name. Let's do that. So not literally living with lions? No. Not yet. It would have been neat to have a lion. He probably would have died in a week though, that place was messy. So what brings you guys down to California? I guess we're on tour right now with uh, with the Swellers, and we're just going down the West Coast, hitting up as many places as we can, and then we head over to through Arizona and New Mexico, and then up to Denver, and up into Canada at Winnipeg, I believe, and back home through Canada, back from, I guess it's Winnipeg, yeah. Winnipeg West. Yeah. Yeah. We also have our full length coming out the 21st of July on Adeline Records, so we're kind of like pushing that. We're just going around trying to get kids hyped up for the record before the release. Yeah, talk about Adeline Records. You guys are originally on Black Box Records in Canada, is that right? Yeah, we're, we're still on that label. Um, that's just our label in, in Canada, and Adeline's our label in the States. So, they license the record. Yeah. Yeah. Black Box owns us, they own us, and they license us out to Adeline. Yeah. So we signed a world deal with Black Box, so no matter who we're with for the next two albums, is going to be licensed off Black Box. Black Box is our pimp. Yeah. So how did you get involved with Adeline? He got he got in contact with us actually. Like uh, I think he had heard of us before and didn't like us. Or uh, Tyler, sorry, Tyler, our friend from Adeline. And then I don't know. And then he gave it a second chance and he liked it a lot. So he called us up one day and kind of hit up Chase at work. It's kind of surprising, I guess, for Chase. We were all pretty stoked. So he listened to it when he had a clear head instead of like all. <laughs> I don't know, maybe he was drunk or something. <laughs> maybe he heard it when it was drunk the second time, when he was drunk, and then was like, this is sweet. So any particular reason why you chose like these certain places to play and not everywhere else in the entire world? California, like down the west coast, is a lot easier for us. Um, the cities are a lot closer, and it's like close to Vancouver. Um, to tour Canada, it's, it's, I mean, we like doing it, but it's really hard. Because um, the drives are really long, they're like 13-hour, you know, 10-hour drives, That's all of cool. western Canada. And uh, basically, yeah, just mostly because it's 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 quicker. We have a lot of a lot of our favorite bands are from the states, and uh, they tour the states. And nobody really does Canada that often, so more opportunities down here. And it's uh, shorter drives. We like the booze better. Well, cheaper food, cheaper gas. Cigarettes are better. Yeah, cigarettes are way better. Canadian cigarettes suck. This is why we do it. Yeah. Booze. <laughs> Everything's FDA regulated. Yeah. <laughs>
Well, anyways, let's take a listen to a song by you guys so we can get a feel of the Living with Lions songs. Uh, this new CD called Living with Lions, Make Your Mark. I see the artwork is kind of interesting. Is this like one of the members of the band on here? Or is it someone no, this else? This is actually, this is our merch guy, Mark. Yeah, he usually comes with us, but uh, he couldn't get the time off work. He didn't have enough money or something like that. But uh, yeah, he that's him there. And uh, f- I guess for, I don't know, maybe I guess an evening or whatever, we got our friend Cody to... Uh, he was laying on a couch and drew all over him and uh, it was kind of to recreate a an actual event that happened when we went over to uh, chase our other guitar player we went over to his house for christmas and and uh his little sister had a bunch of friends over and mark ended up getting really drunk and he fell asleep on the couch or on the pool table or something like that and and all these little kids just started drawing on him and all over his face he woke up in the morning his teeth were black and his eyes were black and he looked insane looked absolutely insane so that's what we uh what we wanted to do and it's kind of a double double meaning make your mark his name's mark his name's mark got to make our mark that's about it you know now we see the, how we came up with the, the artwork and how the name of the CD came about, so I guess we'll have to take a listen to one of the songs on there. I guess we can take a listen to Hotel Part 7. Uh, what is that song all about? Basically about a girl. I think it's, yeah, our Chase, our, uh, our other That's guitar. Chase. Yeah, Chase. Yeah, Chase. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a little girl named Chase. No, uh, our other guitar player, Chase, it's, uh, it's uh, his song, so I believe it's about a, a certain girl in his life. But we'll just we'll leave it at that. <laughs> so it's going to be Hotel Part 7. So yeah, we'll take a listen to that song. You're listening to me, Jack, in the punk rock demonstration with Living with Lions at the Chain Reaction.
Welcome back. That was Hotel Part 7 by the band Living With Lions, and we're out here with Living With Lions at the Chain Reaction here in Anaheim, California. How is it like going cr across the border from Canada to the, to the United States? Is it as difficult as everyone says it is from United States to Canada, or is it easier or what? No, it's, it's just as hard. When we first started as a band, um, before we had a label and stuff, we used to sneak across. Um, we had like fake contracts and everything, and uh, we'd sneak across, and it was always pretty sketchy. And then after we signed with Adeline, we suckered them into buying us visas to take a lot of the pain out of it. So it's not as bad anymore. Once in a while, we do get stopped. I mean, not this tour, but the Polar Bear Club tour, we got stopped for probably about, I don't know, like 12 hours or something at the border where they were just screwing us around back and forth. And, uh, yeah. But, uh, no, it's not fun. Crossing the border is never fun. We just get our, our uh, T-shirts printed down here. We have a friend who prints them down here for us, and then we don't have to worry about duties and taxes and all that stuff coming across the border we just say we don't have anything and pick it up across the border it's actually one of our friends from from uh, broadway calls he'll uh he prints our stuff and they're right in oregon so it's just right there and pick it up and we're good to go i was gonna tell a story but it's inappropriate <laughs> even even more inappropriate than we're allowed right now Wow, that's, that must be pretty inappropriate. We'll, we'll leave that a secret for a little bit later. So when they get really drunk, they can spew it. <laughs> so anyways, what goes into like making one of the songs? I don't know. We, we all just we practice quite a few nights of the week, and we'll all, we'll all have a, a riff or something like that we bring to practice and just jam it out. And, and then usually before we go record, we'll go make a, do a pre-pro and then make a recording for Matt and... Matt and Chase do lyrics over top of the pre-pro recording, and yeah, so it's uh, it goes along. We got a pretty good system going on. Yeah. We but work we work pretty good under pressure, cause uh, we had six songs to write with two weeks left before deadline. We had to go into the studio, and we had lied and said that we had all of them done, and it's just like get the label off our back. So uh, we, on two weeks we had about I think we wrote four songs, yeah. and one song the night before we left. Yeah. Yeah. So under pressure works well for us. So is that the reason why bands sign to record labels? <laughs> Get your stuff together. Yeah, yeah. Somebody to kick us in the butt. So you're touring with, uh, which band was it? The Swelters or something? Oh, the Swellers <laughs> from uh, Michigan. And how did you guys get involved with that? I think it was through one of, uh, I think it was through Ian. We uh, kind of got in contact with him. Ian, who's uh, one of the dudes from Black Box in Canada. He's, uh, he's kind of friends or acquaintances with the guys. And we've been talking, you know, back and forth and, just been, I guess, like internet buddies and have kind of crossed paths for the last probably like year or something like that. So it's been kind of a long time coming. And um, and they uh, they got some big news too. I think they just got announced today or yesterday they got signed to Fueled by Ramen. So they'll be, uh, I'm sure you guys will be hearing about them quite a bit more. Like, good band, good band to go check out for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're awesome. Changing the subject slightly, how is it like playing shows in Canada and the United States? Like, what do you see any differences between, like, what goes on at the shows? Kids in the states seem like they um, have a much better idea of, of I guess, like history as far as punk rock is regard regarded. But like, I mean, kids in Canada don't really know much. Like, there's not that many people, and there's not that many venues that stay open for long amounts of time, like Chain of Reaction and. I mean, like, the Knitting Factory and places like that, like, there's not really much as far as, like, there's there's a bit, but it's it's not as deep 
as uh, as far as America goes when in regards to punk rock. Kids are awesome down here too. Like it's not very uncommon to hear of kids driving like three, four, or five hours to go to a show. Nobody does that in back home. Like it's got to be got to be pretty close, pretty close to your home for them to go, or like on a good day of the week for them. But kids seem to like to come out to shows quite a bit here on the West Coast. That's because in Los Angeles it takes like three or four hours just to get to uh, the nearest get, supermarket. Yeah, 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 <laughs> what kind of places, uh, like in Canada, are there to play? Mostly bars. There's not a lot of all-ages halls left in Canada. Um, I don't know why, but I guess pe- people don't... I guess the older folks don't really look too kindly on it. But no, there's tons of like mostly bar shows. There is like quite a few all-ages halls, but they're always changing. They don't last very long. There's really no like long-term... like you know, like, 10-year-old venues in Canada, like, anywhere, so... There's um, the Opera House. Toronto's got the Opera House, and, um... What's that? Not the Cathedral. Is it Cathedral? Yeah. Yeah. And the Reverb and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Vancouver's got some cool places, too. Some random... No. It's not as bad. Like, it's not... It's not, like, completely void of places to play, but it's also... it. It's, it's changing. It's a little bit tougher, yeah, for sure. It's just, like, the population difference, too, right? You know, it's... There's a city of like 500,000 people that has nothing else around it for eight hours. So, of course, there's probably only going to be like one venue you can play out there, which, I don't know, in a city like, you know, Saskatoon, you can't have 10 different all-ages venues that are can stay profitable and stay open and stuff. So, but it, you can still tour. You can still tour. It's it's fine. We <laughs> make it sound like it's this, dar- this barren desert yeah. <laughs> wasteland of nothing. For a second, I thought you were describing California, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's interesting how there's like very few venues and like entertainment is so big in California, you know? Yeah, yeah, it is kind of funny. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they're doing it in like someone's backyard or something. I don't know. Our last tour, I guess. No, I guess it was a tour before that. We came down with a band called All Teeth, and we played in a kid's backyard. There's like ten people there. It's pretty cool though. <laughs> <laughs> played some basketball before it was fun lots of house shows yeah lots of house shows but those are cool though those are fun so talking about touring all that stuff what do you guys do when you're not playing a show when you're on tour pretty much work i guess no when we're on tour oh when we're on tour we're not playing when you're on tour when you're not playing oh yeah (laughs) gamble yeah yeah uh i like video games video games are fun i have a ds that i rock which is pretty cool shane likes the psp uh, this new toy called the Kendama. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's right there. It's a cup and ball. Yeah, it's just like a little wood toy with a with a ball on a string, and it, you can do all these crazy trick. I don't know. You can check it out on YouTube. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, you just. I'm not good at it at all, but you can probably, you know. <laughs> so it's sort of like a. It's like a little wood piece with yeah. the ball attached to it, and you just put like the ball on the wood piece. Yeah, like around the world, and it goes like click, 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 click. Yeah, there you go. That's the toy. <laughs> now I know why games are for little kids. <laughs> I always say like all these computer games are for little kids and you just proved it right there. <laughs> yeah. I like the simple toys. Yeah, those are the most fun ones. Yeah. The new ones give you a headache when you try to play them. It's like, oh my god, what's going on? Yeah. Well, anyways, let's take a listen to another song since we've been talking a lot. We'll take a listen to the song uh, Bottle of Charades. What are charades and what's that song all about? Charades... I don't really even know what charades are. Matt Matt named the song. I'm not even sure if he knows what charades are. Charades is kind of like when you act something out, right? Yeah. Because like there's the game the charades, game but doesn't there doesn't have something to do with that? Like a bottle of like giving hints to something. Yeah, Matt Matt said Matt said that the song's about uh, being tongue tied, not being able to get out what you're trying to say. So I guess that could be 
hinting at I don't, trying I don't to s- trying to say something. I, I yeah. Yeah. You know how bad you want to say something when you're playing charades. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you go. Yeah, okay, when you sense. drink the bottle, then you finally get to spew out those words. So that's right, it. There we go. That's the meaning. We put meaning to it. We didn't even know, but we just made it up. Yeah. Top of our head right now. You just found out now what that song means. Yeah, slash made it up. Yeah. Slash made it up. Yeah. So yeah, we'll take a listen to that song. It's called Bottle of Charades by Living with Lions, and we're out here at the Chain Reaction in Anaheim with Living with Lions. <laughs>
Broadway calls with fuck you Seattle since uh, we're not controlled by the FCC and we can do stuff like that. Yeah. Makes it more awesome that way. So anyways, that was Broadway calls and we're out here at the Chain Reaction with the band Living With Lions and you're listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration. So what other bands are you guys into? Lots. Yeah, Everything. All sorts of stuff. Well, Russian music, Japanese music. Well, no, we, still, we still all listen to the same. Yeah. Russian, Japanese. Uh, no, I think I'd say we we all still listen to a ton of the CDs that we like that we listened to when we were like 14, 15, 16. Like we still listen to our Saves the Day records all the time, Face to Face and Newfound Glory and all that stuff and Blink One Eighty Two. We were listening to that on the way here. Yeah. yeah. I heard Face to Face got back together or something like that, and now yeah. they're playing shows. Yeah, I think they're on, they're doing a tour right now. Actually, who's right somebody? Now? Yeah, I think they're doing, uh, I think Polar Bear Club, or no, they're not right now, I think they're coming up, I think Polar Bear Club's going to be on that tour. Really? Yeah. That's another really sweet band, Polar Bear Club. We got to tour with them last couple months ago or something, That's where and they're really the sweet. We were Sounds like you guys tour a whole hell of a lot. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you guys manage to tour so often, and also how long have you guys been around? Three we're all years? super broke, and we have crazy debts. Yeah. That's how we manage the tour. <laughs> exactly. And we work when we're not on tour. <laughs> And we don't live at home like most bands do, so we're really broke. <laughs> I wish I lived at home. That'd make yeah, it way so. easier. But I wouldn't live in Vancouver then, and then I'd probably not see any of the people I like to see, so we do it because we have to. Yeah, we all work jobs. Like, I work two jobs when I'm at home, and then just so, I guess because we, uh, we only work pretty much half the year anyways, and then, and yeah, so it's good to fit in as much work as you can when you get home, save up a little bit of money, pay off some of your bills a little bit, and hit the road again I guess right. so, so what kind of work can you do that only works half a year uh, well I, myself personally I, I got really lucky I got a I work at a restaurant and I work at a warehouse and both of my bosses are really awesome there they let me take off as much time as I need for, for touring and I can start working the day I get home and so it works out pretty good most of us have jobs like that so have you guys learned anything from like being on tour in the past yeah baby wipes baby wipes and baby powder Baby powder in the hair. Yeah. That's Lauren's jam. It'll yeah, I used to have really long hair, and, and baby powder is sweet for getting the grease out. If you don't get to shower for a long time, if you put baby powder in your hair and rub it around, it like really degreases your head. It's sweet. It looks like you just showered. Ketchup packets and creamers and hot water and a microwave make you poor man's tomato soup. That's a good one. <laughs> the Wendy sandwich. Oh yeah, the Wendy's sandwich. You had a, a deluxe a deluxe burger from Wendy's, but minus the meat, and it's like a dressed bun, and it's like 40 cents. So it's like a sandwich for 40 cents, and it pretty much tastes like the burger, because the patty's so small anyway. It doesn't really matter. You get bacon on it, and you got yourself a BLT. Good to go. GPSs are way cooler than roadmaps, too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Roadmaps suck. 
and GPSs help you avoid lots of fights in the band. Yeah. <laughs> this way, that way. Yeah, it's interesting how technology has changed so quickly that now everyone has GPSs and oh. it guides you to places that don't exist. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Taking down dirt roads in the middle of farmers' fields and stuff. Uh-huh. That happened to us once. And like people don't know how to find anything without a GPS now. Like I don't know, we'd we'd probably be screwed if we didn't have a GPS. I don't know how we did it without. Yeah, yeah. Not looking back on it, I don't know how we did it without it. Yeah, it's interesting how times change and now like cell phones are necessities and everything like that. Where back then it's like, oh, meet me over there at the corner at 4 o'clock and they used to show up at 4 o'clock. But now it's like, oh, I can't make it for some odd reason because I can call you and I don't really have to meet my words or whatever, you know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. How did you find all the members of the band? Well, I guess that's like uh, when when I was saying earlier when we moved into that... uh, the well the three of us who were from Alberta we moved into the house that became known as Dude Manor by everybody we used to play in a band too yeah. Shane Landon and I used to play in a band when we were younger and we wanted to move to Vancouver to try to just see how it went Chase and Matt played in a band on the island and then they also moved to Vancouver because they broke up with their band and we just kind of randomly met moved into a house and started playing tunes and that was it, it just kind of took off so how did you guys all come together is what I'm wondering um, well, I think it was at a bar one night. I met we. Uh, I think it was Shane. We met Chase there that one night. Yeah. And uh, I got his phone number, and <laughs> I just called him, asked him if he wanted to come over and hang out one day, and he did. And we just had some beers, and and then he said that. Uh, well, it was actually at that time our old roommate was just moving out, and he was saying that he had a friend who was looking for a place, which was Matt. So Matt ended up moving in, and Chase just uh, never left the house. Built himself a bed down in the laundry room. <laughs> and and uh, yeah, and we had an extra room for a jam space, and we just started playing and making up some songs for fun, and and then a couple months later, we ended up playing a first show with uh, our friends uh, Daggermouth. They're not around anymore, but um, so they took us on our. We had our first show and then our very first tour, ensuing that ensuing that show. Mm. So it was pretty pretty quick I guess yeah then we came home and practiced for about a month and we recorded our EP with uh, Stu uh, one of the guitar players in in Daggermouth he he did it for us at the studio he works at in Vancouver called The Hive so yeah and that all happened over the course of probably about five months I think yeah yeah so So. this all happened at this place you called Dude Manor yeah or people people began to call it that yeah Yeah, just because it parties yeah yeah kinda. i got christened with a thousand <laughs> spilled beers and other things and only dudes do that or something <laughs> yeah so uh, there were there were chicks that were pretty dude like too so <laughs> chicks with dicks or dudes with boobs <laughs> oh, <God>, yeah <laughs> people graced that house it's pretty intense when our parents would come visit pretty nerve-wracking <laughs> you actually let your parents visit uh, they kind of let themselves yeah <laughs> Landon smacked his mom in the face with a, a giant arm, which was uh, also used as the fist. It was a giant fist dildo. And he woke her up one morning just kind of like <laughs> prodding her with this. And she's like, what the hell is that? I bought it. Bought it on one of my adventures home from the bar one night. I was pretty excited to show it to her. But that didn't go over too well. We'll Sounds thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll take a listen to that song called Dude Manor. Does it talk all about that? Or <laughs> oh yeah, that that whole that whole song is all about all about the old house and just like the people people who lived in there and the activities that happened in that house and yeah, exactly the whole aura. Sounds it's exciting. A, it's a eulogy for our, our shitty house that we lived in. Yeah, exactly.
Okay, so the song we're talking about is Dude Manor, so we'll take a listen to that right now. It's by Living With Lions, and we're out here with Living With Lions at the Chain Reaction. That was Dude Manor by Living With Lions. We're out here with Living With Lions at the Chain Reaction, and you're listening to me, Jack, on the punk rock demonstration. And where can people find out more information about the band? Well, our MySpace, for one. So myspace.com slash livingwithlions. Um, I don't know where else. Uh, we can get our music on iTunes. I know, like we said earlier, our new CD's coming out, our full length's coming out July 21st, yeah. I believe. Yeah. Yeah, and we got um, the Dude Manor 10-inch EP and music you can get on uh, Interpunk. 10-inch EP, that's an interesting uh, yeah. <laughs> interesting size, isn't it? Yes. yes. <laughs> Three for a loop on that one. Uh, <laughs> no, I think it's because, I don't know, six songs on there. Yeah, couldn't quite songs. fit it on, uh, couldn't quite fit that guy on a 7-inch. Yeah. <laughs> so, bump it up a notch. But yeah, that, you can Is get it going to be in an exotic color, too? Uh, it's white. The exotic white. Yeah, yeah, exotic white. Pearl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the first the first run I guess is white and I think the rest will be black. So but I think you can get those guys on Interpunk and or else you can come to one of our shows, pick up whatever you want there. Yep. And Yeah, I don't know where else. More info on um, Adeline's MySpace, Adeline.com, Black Box MySpace. Any of those should have information you can find on us and other artists on those labels as well. I wonder what's gonna happen when MySpace disappears. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Stops. We'll all have to get websites again. Yeah. Everyone will have like, I don't know, what was it like, Burning Angel? Yeah. Or, yeah. No, that's that's like a porn <laughs> site. I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. I can't. I don't know. We have to get that too. Farmclub.com. You guys remember Farmclub.com? No. I remember when I that's first like, went to Alex. Oh, sorry. Geo finish City. it. Uh, that was like uh, with like Limp Biscuit, System of a Down. Papa Roach, all those good ass bands were on there. Yeah. <laughs> I had a friend who tricked me into going to a, a at school one day in computer class. They tricked me into going to alexisonfire.com, uh-huh. 
because I just heard about the band. It's this Canadian band that no one in the U.S. has heard of, but they're all right in Canada. Uh, yeah, well, um, there's some people have heard of them, but they're not very big. But anyway, so I went there, and it was this insane porn site, and my teacher was standing next to me, and I got in big trouble for it. That sucks. <laughs> and my friend's a dick for doing that. <laughs> Fuck you, Jared. It's like a life wouldn't be exciting if that wasn't the case. Yeah, <laughs> yeah porn's sweet. <laughs> So yeah, I guess we'll all have to start porn sites if MySpace disappears. <laughs> yeah, totally. Hell yeah. We should make livingwithlions.com a porn site. Yeah. That'd be pretty sweet. That'd be a crazy porn site too. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. Some crazy exotic animals in the mix. Whoa. I could <laughs> Maybe not. <laughs> all right. <laughs> well anyways, is there anything we should be expecting from Living With Lions other than the 10 inch and stuff? I think we're going to start writing songs after this uh, tour and then hopefully... Uh, probably go recording sometime in the winter so probably spring maybe even earlier if the labels kick us in the ass but yeah some, somewhere around either winter late winter early spring we'll probably have another record out and we'll be coming back down here in October yeah. with uh, Wilhelm Scream yeah. if anyone hears this and likes to go to uh, punk rock concerts and stuff we're playing the fest this year so Gainesville, Florida down in Florida come on out Fuck yeah. Show your love. There's lots of sweet bands playing, so it'll be a sweet time. Unfortunately, I don't think Californians would be willing to drive all the way down to Florida for a show, though. Come on. Give me a call. We'll pick you up. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go ride. Give us your address. We'll come pick you up in our shitty little van. Exactly. Pop them in the trailer. Lots of room in there. If you all lay down, we can stuff about 15 people in there. I don't know if the border check stops would take those too lightly. <laughs> I guess that's about it for uh, Living With Lions. I guess we'll take a listen to one last song. Actually, we'll take a listen to two last songs since we mentioned Alex is on fire and nobody's ever heard of him. I guess we'll have to make people hear about them. So we'll put on a song by Alex is on fire and then we'll take a listen to one last song by Living With Lions since we're out here with Living With Lions. We'll put on She's a Hack by Living With Lions, and I've been listening to the punk rock demonstration with me, Jack, out here at The Chain Reaction. And check out Living With Lions' website at myspace.com slash livingwithlions, and you can check out my website at punkrockdemo.com.
We're Living with Lions, and you're listening to Punk Rock Demonstration.
Hey, that was Captain Asscrab by the Rogue Nations, and before that we had an interview with Living with Lions. Hope you enjoyed that. And now we're going to play some music for the rest of the evening. We're going to play a lot of cool tunes. We'll play Anti-Flag with the Bright Lights of America now, and it's a vinyl.
short. And you're listening to Jack on the Punk Rock Demonstration. America's lies, closed in my eyes Land on the bread, above the bread 
Disaster Us with Hit and Run. Before that, we had the Marl Liberts with America's Lies, 46 Short with Cancer, and Terrazoto with Stick in the Mud before them. And you are listening to me, Jack, on the Punk Rock Demonstration. Check out my website, punkrockdemo.com, and request a song if you'd like. It's always good, because that way I'll have stuff to put on the playlist. So do that at punkrockdemo.com. And we're going to take a listen to some more music. We're going to take a listen to the Shadow Cops with Fulgura Frongo. Over exposed hands 
Bryce from NFFU. You're listening to Jack's Punk Rock Demonstration, so fucking turn this shit up, dude. Get it pumping.
we're done. Let's get the fuck out of here. And now, it's time for requests. If you would like to request a song, check out punkrockdemo.com and click on the request a song link. Have fun, and here's your request on the punk rock demonstration. Yeah, that was Death Punch with only one, and before them we had the Broken Spokes with This Is All, Large Lump Sum with Show Opener before them, and before that we had the Nazi Dogs with Latex Love, and NFFU with Scream Along before the Nazi Dogs. And you've been listening to me, Jack, on the Punk Rock Demonstration, we're going to end off the show with a whole bunch of requests and some new music. 
And remember, if you want to request a song, you can go to punkrockdemo.com and hit the request a song link, and it will go straight to me. So, yeah. And remember to check out that DVD, 21st Century Punk Rock, at 21st.punkrockdemo.com. I'll see you all next week. Thanks for listening.
This is Elijah with Time Again. You listen to Punk Rock Demonstration with Jack. Hey, 
for this. <laughs>
Hi, I'm Philippe from Battle Flask at Punk Rock Demonstrations with Jack.
Hello, this is Dick B. Shackle, Julian <laughs> my American friend, um, introducing punk rock demonstration with Jack, Nudity Jack. Josie Jack, you're an old 